0: Welcome to Power Up, a podcast show hosted by Maurizio Di Paolo Emilio that brings life to some of the stories on power electronics technologies and products featured on powerelectronicsnews.com and through other Aspencore media publications. In this show, you'll hear both engineers and executives discuss news, challenges and opportunities for power electronics in markets such as automotive, industrial and consumer. Here is your host, Editor in chief of powerelectronicsnews.com and eeweb.com, Maurizio Di Paolo Emilio.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this new episode of Power Up. Today, we will talk about Fortronic power electronics in Italy. Together with ETEC, an international event dedicated to innovative electrical and electronic technologies, Fortronic has seen a lot of companies talking about power electronics. I have had the opportunity to moderate in Italian and English some sessions of the Fortronic Agenda and talk with some speakers about what's next and challenges in terms of gallium nitride, silicon carbide, but also applications like electric vehicles, renewable energies, and so on. Nicola Femia, Department of Information Engineering, Electrical Engineering and Applied Mathematics, University of Salerno, focused on issues and methodologies of silicon carbide and gallium nitride power solutions. Michele Sclocke, Field Application Engineering, Energy and Power South Europe and Israel of Richardson RFPD, talked about applications of Wideband Gap. Infineon talked about motor control for industrial applications. VN analyzed the features of cilium garbide, and Routronic in particular, talked about hybrid energy storage systems based on lithium ion battery and supercapacitor. Fortronic offers the opportunity to highlight international aspects of technology in relation to power electronics, which is becoming increasingly important. Italian industry, together with the Fortronic project, will be able to achieve important goals by sharing ideas, experience, implementing projects, and working together to bring the value of technology to the top. In this podcast, you will hear the voices of Diego Giordani, ASOdel Director, Alexei Cherkasov, Marketing Director in Leapers Semiconductor, Said Safari, Field Application Engineer, Industrial Products at Broadcom, Steve Roberts, Innovation Manager at Recom, and Andreas Mangler, Director of Strategic Marketing, member of the Extended Management Board of Rutronic Electronics Worldwide. Andreas, in this case, will talk about the project of a hybrid energy storage systems. They will share comments about Fortronic and power electronics technology. Last thing do not miss this IEM, where I will talk with great speakers and I will moderate a panel discussion on May 11th, talking about reliability with Ken and silicon Garbite. And reserve your seat at PowerUp, powerup-expo.com, where you will discover the future of power electronics design. And now, let's listen to the Fortronic speakers.
2: Ciao, Maurizio, and thanks for having me. We are so happy about the great success of Fortronic, which took place with eTech in Bologna. Around 250 exhibitors. And more than 3,500 professionals, attendees from the electronic industry come together. Fortronic has a long career. We organized this event dedicated to electronic in in Italy for the past 20 years, bringing together stakeholders in the electronic market, such as electronic designers, R&D managers, buyers, as well as many business owners and managers. Our bet has paid off and with A151 we have created a specialized event in one of the most dynamic markets – the vehicle electrification. We have confirmed to be the reference point for electronics in Italy. It was amazing to see enthusiasm among operators and visitors offering an opportunity for technological deepening. Also thanks to the conference held from international reference universities in power electronics. The choice to work together with eTech allowed us to create synergy with a real cross fertilization between exhibitors, Tronic and eTech, and vice versa. Leading electronics company met with emerging battery, powertrain and electric motor companies. Our exhibitors, many of whom are ASODEL members, confirmed that the contacts made were of high quality and from unknown companies. This is usual in developing markets. You can find non-typically electronic companies that are moving from mechanical application to electronic one, and they need knowledge. It means that new players in the electrification market can only be found at Fortronic in Italy. This awareness gave us the strength to double the event this year. In fact, the 16th and 17th November, we will organize Fortronic in cooperation with eCharge. charge Also here in Bologna, this will be unique vertical event dedicated to charging systems and their evolution in smart city and smart infrastructures in Italy. As electronic vehicle adoption continues to grow, the power grid will face several challenges with the technological innovation in electric charging system. One of the primary challenges will be the managing the increased demand of electricity as more electric vehicles are charged simultaneously. This could lead to strain on the grid and potential power outgaged if not managed properly. Additionally, smart charging systems that allow for charging during off-peak hours or when renewable energy sources are most available will require advanced communication and control system to coordinate with the grid and ensure efficient use of energy. Overall, while the technological innovation in the electric charging system presents exciting opportunity for sustainability transportation, It will also require careful management of the power grid to ensure reliability and stability. This is the reason why the electronic is the key for the evolution of this market. We will speak about mobile charging systems and services, vehicle-to-grid systems, wireless systems, and so on. We are so excited and companies have shown great interest in participating Fortronic eCharge in November. So my friend Maurizio, we will see you in Bologna the 16th and the 17th November at Fortronic eCharge. And to your listeners, we have more surprise in store. Stay connected to discover them and thank you for the opportunity.
3: Hi, Alexi, how are you?
4: Uh, hello Maurizio, I'm fine, thank you a lot. So good to see you at Fortronic. So how is going Fortronic? Uh, The show is going great. Uh, Today is first day of the show. Uh, We had plenty of visitors. I can see that uh, many, uh, many companies and users of power semiconductors uh, are more and more interested in silicon carbide solutions. Uh, a lot of companies coming from uh, EVA application, EV charging, so it's uh, going well and uh, I see the Italian market uh, also uh, adopting uh, this technology and very interested in uh, silicon carbide solutions.
3: So tell us uh, more. Power electronics news community about uh, your company Libers Semiconductor. So now, wide band gap is uh, everywhere.
4: Uh, yes, uh, Libers Semiconductor actually is a quite a new brand uh, in power semiconductors market. It was uh, established uh, in 2019 by. Uh, the ex-top engineers coming from Mitsubishi Electric, Toshiba Semiconductor, Sanyo Semiconductor. Core engineering team is located uh, in uh, Kumagaya in Japan. Uh, our R&D is responsible for design testing of uh, all our uh, uh, silicon carbide product. Uh, we also have a, a small factory in Japan, uh, but our headquarters located in uh, China, in Wuxi. Wuxi is a center for semiconductor technology in China. And and uh, there we have our headquarters and our main uh, factory. Last year actually we expanded the production capacity and now we can produce uh, up to 1 million uh, silicon carbide modules uh, per year. And. Uh, We are in the process right now to expand to the European market. For this reason, uh, we are uh, establishing our sales uh, office uh, in uh, Torino, uh, which will be ready, I guess, by uh, September, October this year. And uh, we will be responsible for outside China market. So,
3: talking about uh, silicon carbide, uh, this is the next step for electric vehicles, for uh, energy revolution, So, for the next, so it's it's a must that we need uh, for uh, the energy transition. If we need to talk about efficiency, that is uh, the watchword, in particular for electric vehicles. Uh, where do you think that silicon carbide will be the major, uh, the main element
4: in the powertrain for electric vehicles? Uh, right now we see that uh if we speak for uh, full battery electric vehicles, uh, here we can talk about uh, the main traction inverter because uh, all companies right now are looking into miniaturization of the traction inverter, make it uh, smaller but still uh, more powerful. Uh, uh, and for fuel cells electric vehicles, we also see great demand coming for DC DC converters, for AC compressors, for onboard chargers. So this is the Uh, where uh, the end customers are looking for silicon carbide technology. First, uh, for better efficiency, secondly, for smaller footprint uh, and overall uh, better performance of the electric vehicle.
3: How do you see comparison between silicon carbide and GAN and uh, in long term, which are the next challenges for you but for silicon carbide technology? in general?
4: Uh, Yes. Uh, For gallium nitride, uh, I see it mm, as addition to silicon carbide, not uh, as a competitor. So basically, uh, gallium nitride and silicon carbide can work both. And we already see that uh, some of the companies, some of the uh, OEMs, they adopt uh, both gallium nitride and silicon carbide at the same time, only for various uh, power systems of the electric cars. Uh, And for the moment, we see that still silicon carbide will stay above uh, 700, 750 volt, uh, and gallium nitride will be around uh, six, under 600, six, uh, 700 volt application. Uh, so they still be uh, complementary to each other, and for the next at least for the next five years. Thank you, Alexei, Thanks a lot for your time. Thank you, Maurizio. Thank you.
3: Hi, Said. How are you? Hi. How are you? Good. Thank you. Good, good to see you, yeah. uh, we are at Fortronic, so how is going this uh, event? Yeah,
5: uh, This is my second time that I am in Fortronic and actually I can say that it is more crowded compared with last year. Also I will see a lot of uh, new product for the for e-mobility, that is I think the future. So talking about uh,
3: motor control, so let's understand which are now the current challenges for motor control driver for specific application based on your experience.
5: Yeah, uh, one of the challenge that that especially we have seen uh, uh, it is about the about the effect of the high speed uh, switching of the any kind of, uh, for example, new generation of the silicon IGBT uh, or silicon carbide MOSFET, for example. Especially when we have those devices in inverter for the driving the permanent magnetic motor or AC motor, any any kind of motor, that this high dv over dt has an effect on the winding of the motor especially, because it will be degraded the performance of the winding, also a kind of short circuit happening uh, on the winding of the motor because because of the degradation of the performance of the insulation inside of the winding of the motor. Talking about uh,
3: DVD issues, so which are the the problem, which are the uh, consequences, Mm -hmm. Uh, where you can find the negative effects and how we can solve, so if you have uh, some solution to propose?
5: Yeah, as you know, high-speed switching has a advantage in terms of the power loss. It will be decrease the power loss significantly when we have a higher-speed uh, switching device. But also at the same time, produce higher dv over dt. So this high uh, high dv over dt has a effect on the insulation of the winding inside of the motors. Uh, so the challenge is, is it in terms of the amount of the DVDT that we apply on, on the motor uh, from the inverter side. Another challenge is that about the electromagnetic interface or EMI that we have also because of the, this high DV over DT. So we should find a way to control uh, this amount of the high DV over DT that we produce with uh, any kind of inverter yeah and you are uh, proposing a solution
3: for um, any, ap- any application in particular can, can you focus may you focus on a specific application where you can uh, um, analyze this problem better
5: yes yeah. yes yeah we actually introduce a, a new solution to to eliminate the effect of the high dv over dt for example especially if, uh, for a specific application i can name it is about the lift for example uh, as you know in the some in some of the lift the inverter is very far from the motor or in some of the high power application again the inverter is very far in term of the distance from the motor that effect of this high dv over dt on the wind, insulation winding of the motor it is much more obvious and we will see more so the solution is that rather than having a kind of um, lc filter in order to cancel effect of the dv over dt is using uh, a special gate driver for the power semiconductor in order to be able to control amount of the DV over DT that is generated by the power semiconductor uh, and can, can control the amount of the DV DT based off, for example, uh, the, the level of the DV over DT has been defined for that specific application based on the specific standards. Thank you, Said. Thank you. Hi Steve, how are you? I'm fine, thanks.
6: So we are at Fortronic. So how is going? You talked about electric vehicles. Yes, about the future and how to future-proof your designs, because obviously this technology is always evolving, and a lot of the transistors, in particular. Uh, They're going through different generations, so you start off with a a silicon carbide transistor, it could be generation one, generation two, now there's generation three, and they all have slightly different uh, driving uh, characteristics, so you have to know about this if you're going to design a a future-proof design yeah talking about uh, wide band gap semiconductors uh,
3: the technology behind uh, with silicon carbide gallium nitride should uh, should be the future for electric vehicles what is your comment in terms of
6: silicon carbide versus uh, gan for the powertrain? Well, GAN is very useful, um, but it's not the, the holy grail. It's not the solution for every single um, um, power supply requirement. You might have a need, for example, for for low cost because that's your market and therefore you don't want particularly want to use GAN or you may find that you want to use something which is very reliable and you may be uncertain whether GAN is, is really stable enough. Um, so you want to go to SICK or even, uh, even MOSFETs. And in some cases, you don't actually need anything fancy. You can go for a, a tried and trusted uh, design using IGBTs and still get a very good and, and well working design. So,
3: last one. What's news? What's next? Uh, next from your company? I guess that
6: uh, I will meet you at PISM next uh, month in May. Yes, of course, we'll be there. Um, what we're offering uh, in, in this exhibition here is we have a new product which allows you to generate different output voltages, plus and minus, for different technologies using the same regulated DC-DC converter, which is isolated to five kilovolts. Um, We have this in our portfolio already, but the output voltages are fixed. And that makes it very difficult when you want to switch to a different manufacturer or a different technology. You have to use a different DC, DC converter to power the gate driver. And this new one we have, um, basically, you can set the output voltages over quite a wide range. So you can use it the same driver, um, the same driver and the same power supply, whether you're doing IGBT or SIC or GAN or whatever the generation. It really makes your life much easier as a designer. And it also future proofs your design, so that in the future, if you if they come up with some new uh, um, design, a new generation which needs different voltages, you don't have to change your whole design. You just change a couple of resistors, and you're done. Thank you for your time, Steve. Thank you. So uh,
7: it was um, yeah. The motivation of the project was how to. Deal in, in a perfect way with these I batteries and, uh, also, what also with super passages. And, um, you know, we have, uh, several universities, uh, for the different, um, different topics. Um, especially with the uh, University of Applied Science in Swickau, we are using very close for power electronics. And there we invented, uh, uh, these uh, specific survey together, um, which is really our own IP um uh, for uh, how to combine in a perfect way supercapacitor as well as uh, these mining batteries. In this case, um we, we had some uh, challenges challenges to handle. One of the challenges is how to handle reverse currents, how to handle uh, recuperation currents, and how to handle how to inverse currents without having the load on the battery, because... Our goal was to increase the lifetime of the battery. So i uh finally come to uh, to this new invention uh to detect the rise time or the, the rising uh in the second uh, um, rise time of um uh, current and uh, also to measure this and to use this in a perfect uh um, power control in, in this.
1: Special thanks to ASODEL team, Elena Baronchelli, Laura Baronchelli, Diego Giordani, and their team, ASODEL Consorzio Techno, for inviting me to moderate the agenda and for the fantastic organization. Congratulations to all.
0: That brings us to the end of this episode. Stay tuned with more news and technical aspects about Power Electronics. If you are listening to this on the podcast page at eetimes.com or powerelectronicsnews.com, Links to articles on topics we have discussed are shown on this page. Power Up is brought to you by Aspen Core Media. The host is Maurizio Di Paolo Emilio, and the producer is James Ead.